Your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation's Dogs by Nature. Andy McNamara alongside Matt Florjancic. And man, you know what, Matt? Sometimes a good old Don't Stop Me Now by Queen just gets me going. It's football season. Despite all the odds, like it seems we're not there yet. But we're close. Yeah. We're getting closer. We're getting <laughs> we're, closer. We're, we're not across that bridge not yet. quite yet. We're, we're getting we're there. almost there. But still got a ways to go. We're almost there. We're under two weeks to the first game. So we're feeling, we're starting to feel, feel good. The, the training camp stuff is, and practices and scrimmages. Their Browns are at the stadium over the weekend. It just seems like more, it's not normal, but we're, we're at least starting to sort of get to, to football uh, as, as we know it as much as possible anyway. Um, but Matt, before we start, you got, you got a new, uh, new gig to announce, right? You're, you, you're uh, gracing your presence at a new place of employment. Tell us about it. Well, I've been hired to be the copy editor page uh, designer for a local newspaper outside of Cleveland called the Medina County Gazette. So uh, today, actually, in less than an hour, I will start my first official day. All right. Congratulations, buddy. That's great. I'm sure you'll do great work there. And we'll uh, make sure to follow Matt on Twitter at Matt Florjancic and Instagram at Matt Flo Sports and myself at AndyMC81 on Twitter and at AndyMC Sports on Instagram. Uh, let's get to a couple of news and notes from around the National Football League. And Matt, uh, we're hoping that because the Browns are not actually practicing on the day that we are recording, which is a Monday, that there won't be any injuries. Because the last two weeks, man, I was starting to get a little nervous approaching today. And then I found out the Browns weren't actually practicing. I was like, okay, because the last two times out, we had Mac Wilson get hurt. And then the following time, Grant Delpit went down. And of course, we know he's out for the year with it, uh, having Achilles surgery, which is tragic. But um, no... No uh, Browns practice today, but two notable running back situations in New Orleans. Running back Alvin Kamara has been absent from camp apparently since Friday, and it's just coming out today from various sources on ESPN that's related to his contract. And that was sort of an issue like floating around at first, beginning of the year, and then it was like, nah, he's going to focus on camp, and now all of a sudden, hey, he's, got, he's scheduled to make $2.133 million in the final year of his rookie contract, and he wants more. Well, I can't blame him. I mean, he has done a very good job with New Orleans since he came on board. Uh, really, I mean, he's top, pretty much top four in every fantasy oh, yeah, man. league that I know of. I mean, he's just a stud when it comes to fantasy points. So, I, I'm he's earned it, in my opinion, and that's that's me. But you know, he he really has done a good job for that franchise. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see whether or not they're able to come to an agreement. Well, and the, the thing is, is like, what do we see all the time now when it comes to running backs? They are just not valued by teams. You can apparently, you know, you draft one, you use them up, spit them out after three, four years, and you just don't get the pay. Alvin Kamara, to me, seems like one of those backs that is worth investing because he's so much more than that. Like, he had 81 – this is what fascinates me. 81 exactly on-the-nose receptions his first three years in the league. Each year, 
81 catches. Plus, he can run. He's re- he's reliable. Like there's there's so many different pieces to that. So we'll see what happens with Kamara. Just keep that in mind, folks. If you're doing your fantasy football draft, keep an eye on Alvin Kamara. Another guy who now doesn't have a home. Leonard Fournette, a top five draft pick for the Jaguars, got the boot ski. He's gone. Apparently, Doug Marone, head coach there, wants to clean up the the Jaguars organization. He's probably going to be fired after this year anyway. But Leonard Fournette, who's been had team suspensions throughout his tenure there, very troubled up and down. Uh, he he's gone, uh, and we don't know where he's going to go. So that's another situation to track for, for your fantasy football teams, Matt. Because I bet you. Leonard Fournette is going to ruin somebody's fantasy day and join a team that had a starting running back, and then it's going to go committee mode. Yeah, and that's that's the absolute worst. Oh. The, the Indianapolis is like that. Baltimore is like that. They both have a ton of guys. They're just committee. I mean, San Francisco was the ultimate example of it mm-hmm. last year, and it's aggravating as you know what for. Um, for fantasy owners, it's it's really kind of a thing that could either put you over the top or doom you to the basement of your league. There's really no in between. No, no. There, it, well, L.A. Rams, the Washington football team. You can roll through, and that's why when I tell people on the fantasy show that you can listen to across the Sportsnet Radio Network every Sunday morning or on demand, got it up on the Twitter at AndyMC81. We did a full mock fantasy draft, Matt, like in live time, and. We like I, I keep telling people, look, get your starting running back early. Now everybody wants, ooh, what about Michael Thomas? I love Michael Thomas, but guess what? I can still get a really good wide receiver later. If you miss on those top-tier bona fide stud running backs, you are going to be hosed the whole year, and the same goes with tight ends. So this is just another case where Leonard Fournette, and don't forget about Devontae Freeman's floating around somewhere, right? Like those two guys scare me from a fantasy side because I, I just know they're going to ruin somebody's team. I just know it. Yeah. The, I agree with you on the tight ends point. I mean, if I drafted Kelsey in the, and I know this is blasphemy, but I drafted Kelsey in the third round in one of my pay leagues last year. That's a good one, uh, only because I, I knew he wasn't going to be around for a fourth. Mm-hmm. I, if, uh, you know what? I would justify and it's drafting much him. like the running backs. If yeah. you don't do that, you're you're going to be setting yourself up for failure. That's it. You're chasing your tail. There's more committees, and yeah, like Travis Kelsey in the mock draft, Matt. We we manage multiple teams. Um, I drafted him in the second round. I, like, think about it. If you get your starting true RB one, like your Saquon Barkley, your Zeke Elliott, whatever, Nick Chubb, in the as the RB one in round one. And then you come back and get Travis Kelsey or George Kittle in round two. Those are the two hardest positions that you are now set at. You are fine. You are done. You're good. Like, and then you can fill in the rest from there. So uh, just a couple of news and notes from, from around the, uh, uh, the NFL here. From a Brown side of thing, of course, Matt, it looks like we're finally getting a little bit of good news from the injury front. Uh, from what I've been reading, it looks like Mac Wilson, he got a second opinion, does not need surgery on his hyperextended knee, eyeing a four to six week return, which is much different than what we were expecting. So really, we could be seeing him back middle to end of October, potentially, right? Which would be a nice kind of mid-season ad. It sure would be. Um, it'd be nice to get Mac Wilson back anytime, but yeah. especially when you're talking that that quickly after what was thought to be a potentially devastating uh, injury. So 
Good news on that front. Um, not so great news on Delpit having oh. to undergo surgery to repair the, the torn Achilles, but it is what it is, um, and they're moving forward now. Yeah, that that one that one is tough, but I guess Matt, at least like you never want to see the injury, but if it had to happen, at least it didn't happen like the day before the season. At least there's now, and they have time to adjust and and make preparations and give other guys needed reps, right? So that that at least it it came right. at a time where they can still maneuver in the preseason and get and get backups, get backups meaningful reps to get ready to start and and what in whatever formation that this Joe Woods defense, which is still sort of mysterious, is going to look like. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the whole thing is this is the most unique offseason that these guys have dealt with, and anytime you can get a, a starter quality player back at any point off of injury, that that's a positive thing. And like you said, we don't exactly know how Joe Woods is going to run this defense. We think we have an idea of it, mm-hmm. but still, it's, until you get in there, you don't really know. But uh, I like what I've seen so far from Joe uh, as a, how he handles himself in the media and how he seems to handle the players. And uh, I think those are two positive things um, that we haven't necessarily seen out of coaches in, in recent seasons. No, and another thing that the Browns look like they're interested in multiple reports. Now, expressed interest is so vague because it could just be somebody, general managers talk to everybody about everything. So the seriousness of the interest, who knows? But I would love if this rumor was true. Former Titans cornerback turned safety Logan Ryan chatting with the Browns. And the reason he's gone from the Titans isn't because of performance, Matt. It's because he wanted $10 million bucks a year, which is pretty pricey. But if you could get him on like a one-year sort of deal – and maybe moves on after that, boy, if you could add a Logan Ryan type to your secondary, whoo, that, that, that would make the loss of Grant Delpit a little more palatable. That'd be all right. Yeah, that would be huge. Um, hey, the man. You're talking about adding a guy of really awesome caliber there that can handle his business, and those guys don't exactly grow on trees. <laughs> no, no. Like, like, that's the thing. So, you would think that there'll be some sort of addition there. When we look, Matt, at what the the, the last couple of days over the weekend and, and week were scrimmage-wise, it looks like the offense still sputtering, but we're seeing more flashes, right? Like there's been some – I feel like the, the chemistry's been building with uh, Austin Hooper and Baker. Um, Odell caught a touchdown pass. You have Landry sort of out there. So it seems like things are progressing, but – I don't know. Like, how confident are are you with what you've seen and heard about this Browns offense um, so far? Because, like, in fairness, they're not necessarily instituting game plan stuff. They're still working through the learning process of all of it. I'm not really worried that they're behind because usually the offense is. They get a little bit more that they have to do um, to get themselves ready for the season. So I'm not panicked in the least. Uh, about this offense. I think it's going to run through Chubb and Hunt for a good bit, and then they're going to take advantage of the downfield threats when they come open. So, yeah, not concerned at all about the offense. I think it'll come with time. I think we all knew that it was going to be a learning process with Stefanski and, and Baker and trying to get all the parts together to better fit the puzzle here. And Ultimately, we'll see how it goes, but I'm I'm confident that they'll have enough time to get things 
where they need to be. Right, right. And the uh, the situation at center is also something to I don't know be I guess I guess worried in a sense because we know how good J.C. Treader is. Nick Harris has gotten a lot of reps, but they also brought in another sort of veteran backup, which to me, Matt, says J.C. Treader's not starting the season at center. Yeah, I, I think at this point they're trying to cover their bases, but I do agree with you. I think it's a little bit more serious than what we thought initially. And keep in mind, this is a guy that played through a hell of a lot mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. We played by ankle sprain, which is basically like a messed up knee. And he played the entire season on it, or, well, the entire second half of the season on it. And keep in mind, the Browns were right in the middle of, of the thick of the playoff race right there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not overly concerned, but it is something to keep an eye on for sure. Well, I want to bring this up, too. So J.C. Treader, of course, is the president of the NFLPA, and on their site he wrote a, has a, a column, The President's Corner, and he said, I'm just reading here, said from August 12 to 20, there were a total of 58,397 COVID tests conducted on both players and staff members across the NFL, zero positive tests among players, and just six among other personnel. So when you look at those numbers and the amount of tests, that is phenomenal. And you just have to hope. And, and Treader brings that up in his article. You, you like players, staff, everybody, you can't get sloppy now. Like this is going to be, this is going to be a grind. This is going to have to be super careful for the whole year. Because uh, Matt, like a season of playoffs could come down to somebody making a bad decision and infecting a bunch of people and, and not having them available to play. Sure could, and that's the scary part, is you could be rolling and everything going in the right direction, and then, bam, people have to shut down because of COVID. And that that would be a hard pill to swallow, especially if the Browns are doing anything good, because it it just seemed like another thing where the world is against Cleveland when it comes to football. No. (laughs) So, Matt, if we're looking at the time here, so we're, we're taping on August 31st on the Monday. I'm just looking at the calendar. So next week would be the seventh, and then, gosh, then that Sunday would be the season, right? Yep, game day. Holy uh, moly! 15th. Wow. Okay, so you know what? So we'll, it's coming up fast, dude. It's coming up real fast. Like, so next week, why don't we do this on the show? We're we're planning on the air with you here, folks. Okay, uh, we're <laughs> let's do our Monday show on the seventh, and then we'll do our Friday preview on the eleventh. Why don't we do that? Um, and then get ready for the – and kind of do our game prediction and preview versus the Ravens. And, you know, and, and we'll, we'll see. We'll see how we feel and how you feel, the fans, the listeners, on how ready the Browns are to take on the Baltimore Ravens, which, you know, every, every book in Vegas has the Browns as major underdogs there. But, you know, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later, right? This team does better, and it's a theme with – Cleveland sports teams, they do better when nobody expects them to do anything. When they're the underdog is when they're the most deadly and dangerous. Yeah, it's, boy, yeah. It, it, it is coming. It feels so weird because there's not like, we're not planning a trip or, or fans aren't, aren't allowed in the stands. And so it's, it's a different feeling. But if we can get to that first weekend, I think there might just be a nice collective sigh of relief. Not that you let your guard down or anything like that, but just like, okay, there's football. Football is a normal thing in the world, and, and we can all hopefully feel good about it. So uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed. But, Matt, otherwise, yeah, any other training camp notes you want to bring up or anything like that? Or No, I think we covered all the important 
stuff. Uh, it's good that they got Nick Chubb back healthy yes. uh, so quickly after the concussion. I think that's important. It seems like Landry and Beckham are in a much better spot health-wise than they were last because every team says it. But if we can just keep the key guys you know, in the lineup and producing consistently, good things will happen mm-hmm. for this team. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of, you know, being responsible to your teammates and hopefully Mac Wilson learned an important lesson and hopefully his other teammates, his younger, the younger guys on the defense also learn that you, when you're out there, yes, you're competing, but your teammates, you take care of each other. Yes. You don't throw each other under the bus. Yeah. Exactly. And quick note on the wide receivers as well. Uh, we, we know it's going to be OBJ and Landry as the starters, but for that third receiver position, Matt, uh, Hollywood Higgins has looked tremendous. You have uh, risers like Kaderil Hodge has looked, has looked really good. Um, you, they added another player, uh, Wills, I think, off of, uh, off of waivers. So, uh, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones has been lighting it up and rising quick. So it's interesting because for an offense that doesn't necessarily use or look to use a lot of wide receivers, more tight end and running back heavy, they got some nice pieces. Like th- th- there could be some some really good depth here from a receiver standpoint for the Browns. Yeah, no question. Uh, this group is is pretty deep. They're not the most experienced bunch, but they are pretty talented. So they could uh, find themselves doing some some really special, memorable things this season. Absolutely. All right, buddy. Well, it looks. We'll let you get to the new gig. Tell people again where it is and where they can find you on Twitter. Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Matt Florjancic, and you, uh, I will be on uh, the staff of the Medina County Gazette, and I will be doing page design, but they're also going to let me out of the office every once in a while, and they're going to let me write stories as well. Nice. So uh, I covered a game last Friday in the middle of a torrential rainstorm, <laughs> and uh, hopefully this week, you know, we get a little bit better weather. But, hey, it's uh, – it's good that football's back, and hopefully everybody just stays responsible and we can keep playing games. Absolutely. All right, buddy. Well, have fun at the new job, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you all next week. You've been listening to The Doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns on SB Nation's Dogs by Nature. Go Browns! <laughs>